Hello, welcome to another episode of the Big Mouse Podcast. Today, um, we're just going to be talking about basketball, and that's why I, the reason why I said we is because if you're looking at the screen, my, um, my uncle Andy, uh, is also with me. We're, we're not going to have, like, a main subject, really. We're just going to talk about basketball, nothing, we're, and, um. Freeform riffing. Yeah, sure. Jamming. Yeah. Um. Anyways, let's just get right into it. Um. So. Um. Have you watched any of the uh, games at all yet, Miles? Yeah, I've watched. Uh. I've watched. Um. So. Uh, all some of the highlights of the most recent Bucks scrimmage. And I also watched the beginning of the highlights of the Nuggets scrimmage. Um, the Bucks won their scrimmage yesterday. I don't know who won the Nuggets one, but I saw that Bull Bull is playing at the bubble, and that surprised me. Yeah, he's the uh, he's the bell of the ball. Everybody's loving Bull Bull. Yeah, Bull Bull is um actually probably better than Manupol. Actually, if you're seven two, you're fast and you can shoot threes. You're crazy. Yeah, he looks. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he looks like he belongs on the floor. He looks athletic and um, he moves really well. Whereas when Manupol was playing, I mean, he was just tall. He seemed like kind of a novelty. Um, and um, never really moved that well, I didn't think. But um, I, I think they asked a lot less out of big men back then, too. But, no, this is uh, exciting. I'm guessing when real play starts, do you think they'll play Bowl Bowl? Or do you think they'll go back to mostly watching? I don't think... Uh, uh, I might watch Bowl Bowl, maybe. No, I mean, do you think they'll play? Do you think they'll uh, play though? I think they'll end up back on the bench for the real games. Oh, um, oh uh, yeah, I th- I think he'll definitely play. I think Bulbul's extremely underrated. Like the ratings in the basketball games are definitely not how he is. Uh, in the basketball like video games are definitely not how he should be rated in real life. Like um, well, sure, because he hadn't played at all before this. I think they said he played, like, two or three games at Oregon, and then, like, I I don't know, did he, I forget, did he play, I don't even know anything about him playing in high school, but he hasn't played in, like, two years. So the video games, I don't think, would know what to do with him. I guess you're right. Like, an NBA 2K20 is just a 73. But that... I don't know what that means. Explain to me what that means. I know nothing about video games. Um, so, like... What's Giannis? Uh, Giannis' um, rating is a 96. Okay, what's, uh, let's say what's like a Kyle Korver? He's like 74. Okay, and then, <laughs> oh, I'm trying to think of someone, uh, let's see. Um, oh, well, who would be someone who would be closer to the bottom, Miles? Um... Isaac Bonga, he's like six. 
He has a 66 rating. How about, like, uh, that's a good one. How about, like, uh, uh, shoot, who was I thinking? One of Chris the old Jeff. Bulls. Oh, say, like, Luol Deng. Is he still in the league? Luol Deng? Yeah. What would he be? Uh, I don't know. I bet you if he wasn't, he would be, like, a 76. Okay. But and, the low... and Bull is a 72? Um, um, yeah. Or a 73. I don't know. That's not Anyways, bad. enough about the basketball video games. Let's start talk about actual, like, NBA. Okay. So, like, when I watch the Bucks highlights, like, if you watch an old game and uh, compare it to that Bucks game, like, if you watch the... If you watch, like, the... Like, Boss, like, 1984 uh, playoffs. Like, uh, like 1990... <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't think. Uh, like, 1992 playoffs. Um, uh, um, Celtics versus Pacers. That... Um, they probably... They probably shot, like... Like, 30 three-pointers in total. Which is a lot. But, like, the Bucks versus Kings game, when I watched the highlights, it looked like they shot, like, a million. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, the Bucks are going to shoot a lot of threes for sure. It's, uh, I don't remember. I, I watched the first half of their last, their game yesterday. I didn't really get to watch any of the one on Friday, but in that one, um, it was uh, heartening that Brooke Lopez was draining threes in that one because he really had a bad season from beginning to end from a shooting perspective. So it'd be nice if he could hit some. My favorite highlight um, of that uh, Bucks game was when Giannis just attacked the basket so hard and then he slam dunked it for the and one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the dunks are always the popular highlights. Did you see the one where he threw it, like, behind his head to uh, – Rolo in the corner for the three. That was a big highlight. Yeah, I remember that. Um, I've never like got to. I'm. I never have watched any of the scrimmages like on live TV. I, I've just only been able to watch highlights on like YouTube. Yeah. What do you think of uh, the setup without the fans? I don't know. It's a little weird, huh? I think the bubble looks pretty cool, though. Oh, yeah. Um, you know what I like about it, though, is there's, you know how normally under the basket there's no room for them to land and it's kind of, it's just dangerous under there? It's yeah. now the whole under the hoop area is open. So I feel like you're going to, and the sidelines for the most part, too, like you're going to have some, I don't know, I just feel like it'll allow players to go a little harder in toward the basket and on the sidelines, like diving and doing more crazy, you know, sacrificing your body type plays. Pretty excited about that. Yeah, it's just the only thing that's bad is that um, sometimes on the court, uh, NBA players say bad words. And uh, and usually, like, the crowd cheering and stuff, it's, like, nearly impossible to hear. Like, since there's no crowd or anything, um, that may – you may be able to hear them, but – um. Maybe that's why they're gonna do fake. They're doing fake like crowd noises for baseball, 
Yeah. Uh, and like stuff. So maybe they can do that. So just in case like they talk trash or anything, the crowd noise will um, just be able to not, so that it'll be harder to hear all the bad words. Um. Anyways. Do you want this, them to do that? Yeah, I think they should do that. Wow. That would. Well, have you watched the baseball at all? Um, I watched a little bit of the Brewers game last yesterday. <laughs> Isn't the fake fans weird? <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. I, like, you'll go to one an- angle and the fans, stands will be empty, and then they'll show another angle, and there are all these fake fans in there. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. It's... Hey, but it is funny and creative. Did you hear? So, I saw something on Twitter that the NBA was going to do. Is they're going to put up, I forget how many rows, but they're going to put up video boards and you can apply and you can like, it's going to be actual fans. They're going to show their faces. I assume like noise from them. Um, (laughs) So like you could be sitting in the front row at the, uh, in the bubble. You should look into that. Maybe. I mean, it'd be fun, right? Yeah, that would be really cool. Have the whole uh, country staring at you while you're cheering on the Bucks in the finals? <laughs> uh, I'm still not 100% sure if they're making the finals. It's so, so, because here's why. I, th- I think they're going to beat the Magic, of course. Because <laughs> mostly be- the only advantage what the Magic would have is that they don't need to like travel on a plane even though they like went on that plane like a month ago um and the and Giannis has been practicing a lot the only disadvantage is that Chris Middleton has not been practicing literally at all yeah Middleton is always a disadvantage <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I love I love Middleton. Yeah, I love. But he's Middleton. the one who uh, Bucks fans are gonna blame if they don't him and Bledsoe. But no, I think. Uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, it's, I'm just, it just takes some time for everybody to get back into, um, you know, top form or whatever, and guys to be clicking and communicating on defense. But yeah, I don't worry about the magic at all. I think that's a walk through. Um, but I think the second two rounds will both be very difficult, no matter who the Bucks play. I think the Heat, if they get the Heat, that'll be a real tough one for them. Yeah, because I went two and all against the Heat. I mean, over two against the Heat. Yeah, the and heat like you and Chris were saying, they just match up well against us. Yeah. But, and the, the thing is, though, they don't really – I mean, Jimmy Butler didn't shoot the ball well at all this year either. I mean, their offense is severely limited, and I figure if they put in their offensive guys, that's some of the places we can take advantage of them defensively because their shooters are like Tyler Harrow and that Nun guy. and I mean, those guys are young guys who aren't don't have playoff experience and aren't, I don't think, great defenders, so – if you get those guys out there, you take advantage of them. And if you're playing with, like, Adebayo and Butler and uh, who are their other <laughs> What's his name? Myers Leonard. <laughs> I mean, those guys, none of them are great one-on-one offensive creators. And it'll also probably be one of the um, – probably the greatest Marquette matchup because um, Chris said this in last episode. They have Crowder, who, if you don't know, is from Marquette. 
Jimmy Butler, who's also, if you did not know, from Marquette, and Wesley Matthews, who, if you did not know, was from Marquette. But I don't know why I'm holding four fingers right now because that's people. <laughs> yeah, I forget. Are those Woj guys or are those Buzz guys? Other oh, Buzz guys. <laughs> I guess Wes Matthews is technically a Tom Crean guy, but whatever. But uh, there are a lot of Woj players in the NBA as well. If Henry Ellingson is still in the NBA. <laughs> Sorry, Miles, this is all. You can cut this. You should cut this part out. No, I'm not. <laughs> all right. Probably because so, I don't even know how to. So, yeah, you like the Sixers too, right? Yeah, I really like the Sixers. I'm... Yeah, I'm a little afraid of the Sixers too. Well, I mean, they went like two and one against them this year. They got smoked on Christmas Day. I think lots of people remember that. But then they dis- but then they got but then they took the revenge. Um, it, that's a song. That's a Minecraft song. Um, and and smoked the Sixers. Um, in February, and then they beat them another time. Yeah. Again, it's just, uh, I don't know if they move Ben Simmons. You know, they're talking about him playing power forward. That would be a good matchup. Same with Joel Embiid and Brooke Lopez. Yeah, and it's kind of, I don't know, did you see the other highlight, aside from Bull Bull, that everyone was making a big deal of is, did you see Ben Simmons nail the corner three? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Which, how many threes has he shot in his career? Like two or something? I know he's shot in over ten, and if and uh, he's only hit two, but he shot like over ten because in his point guard days, uh, he they were just like buzzer beaters, like at the end of the quarter or like at the end of the game. So here's a question for you: What uh, so do they have NBA two K ratings for specific skills? Like, would they have a Ben Simmons three point shoot rating? Yeah. What what is what about would that be? It's twenty five. Really? <laughs> yeah. And that's okay, the worst so... it gets. It's actually the worst it gets. It's not like it goes to zero. Yeah. Right. Same with... It's bound to make some every once in a while, right? Just out of pure luck. Yeah, and the two K ratings in general. The um the lowest the lowest rating it gets is forty and the highest it gets is ninety nine. Okay. Um, but yeah, if, you know, if they stick him in the corner on some possessions where he can hit those threes, um, you know, and post them up, I just think that they're tricky to match up against because they've, they're like us. They have a lot of size and a lot of talent through a lot of yeah, big yeah. guys. Yeah. Um, but their big thing is like, even if Simmons can shoot, that Thibel guy who they'll play a lot can't shoot. Um, but I mean, they have, if they have Shake Milton out there and then, um, Josh Richardson, I don't know, man, they'll have some shooting. Uh, the thing is I say, you know, <laughs> I don't know. It's tough. It, I, I think a lot of it comes down to how engaged and Embiid is too. Cause he's always kind of an enigma. Yeah, that's true. You know that word, enigma? No. <laughs> he's uh, what? he's inscrutable. You know that word, inscrutable? No. 
you can't figure out things about him. You don't know whether he's going to be really good and be the best player in the game or he'll be injured or he just won't show up. You know? I remember one time... Uh, Why so dare I watched, I watched this YouTuber's... I watched this YouTuber and um, he said... Uh, he's, and the title said NBA, the most dumbest NBA players. And the... And the thumbnail of the video or the picture of the video is Joel Embiid saying, I'm the best in the world. That's not true. Well, I mean, on certain days. He, he's up He's up there, of course, but he's not the best. Consistency is important. Yeah. Day in, day out. Like, Giannis is there every day, day in, day out. Yep. And havoc, going hard to the hole, playing hard defense getting people on their heels. Um, but yeah, I don't know about calling people dumb. That's kind of disrespectful, though. Yeah, he's not dumb. He's That's not, not dis- right. Yeah, he's definitely... He's not dumb, and I never said he was dumb. It's no, just, I know you didn't. Um, um, it's not true that he is the best player in the world. Well, he yeah, is definitely... I agree with that. I agree with that. He's the best player on the Sixers, um, but not the best player in the world. So, anyways, uh, let's get into a different subject. Um, what we should want? I want to do my first ever "What If" on this podcast. All right, and it is, um, what if? Ben Simmons played his first season in the... You know No. So, this... What if has been said probably a million times, and probably like 500,000 of them were said by Bill Simmons. Um, what if Kareem Abdul-Jabbar signed with the ABA? <laughs> Look, I've asked Chris this. He just said we'd be... All he said was, well, then we'd be um, waiting for the ABA bubble. <laughs> Um, that might be. I have no idea. What do people? Well, hold on. First of all, would he have gone to the ABA because he didn't want to play for the Bucks? Is that that's, why he would have gone there? That's a good question. I don't know why. Okay, so let's say he would have gone to the ABA. What? So they really think the ABA would have been the more popular league, and the NBA would have like been absorbed into the ABA. That's what people say. Maybe it depends on, and maybe and I think I know what it may depend on. What's that? I don't. Well, who is Michael Jordan's? Fa- who is Michael Jordan's favorite NBA player? If it was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, then we would be waiting for the ABA bubble. I think, but oh, didn't maybe, he look like David Thompson? Isn't that why he went to North Carolina? Maybe. Well. David Thompson did go to the ABA for a while. Same with Julius Irving. Oh, yeah, Doctor J is the famous one. I didn't know about David Thompson. I don't, frankly, I don't know about. LeBron James thinks history. that. One of something really weird. LeBron James thinks that Doctor J is the third best player of all time, and lots of people don't even put him in his, in the top ten. That's a bit controversial. 
Who, Dr. J? Yeah, Dr. J is great. One of the greatest players of all time. I'll put him in, like, my top 25, but not top third. Oh, also thought that he, also thought that he was the GOAT. But, um, anyways... Um, You're right. David Thompson played his first year in the in, in the ABA for Denver. Yeah, because that was before the Denver Nuggets went to the NBA. Right. To be in the ABA, and then the huh. NBA and ABA merged. Boom. Nice work. I know none of this. Also, because I watched like a lot of basketball YouTube videos. Um, okay. But we should also do another one. What if James Harden was never traded to oh, Houston man. Rockets? <laughs> I, yeah. watched, I watched a YouTuber simulate this, and OKC would have um, won have gotten a title, and that would be pretty awesome. But oh, yeah, you're a huge OKC ba- fan, aren't you? But here's the bad thing. He, it was the year after all the trading went down. It was the 2013 NBA draft. The year that Giannis was drafted. But here's what happens. Giannis, instead of him going to the Milwaukee Bucks, he goes to the Houston Rockets. And they get Dennis Schroeder instead. Dennis is good. Nothing compared to Giannis. Unfortunately, man of the year candidate. Yeah, Dennis six- Schroeder. 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 <laughs> I thought it was Schroeder. <laughs> also, let's talk a bit about the draft. Wait, wait. We didn't finish Dennis Schroeder. We got Dennis Schroeder instead of Giannis. And the next season, they lo- they lost even more games than they did that one year when they won like 15 and something. <laughs> when we had Larry Drew as our coach? <laughs> yeah. That was a great year. But no, I think, uh, I don't know. Are you just trying to create like a 20-year dynasty for the Thunder here? Is that what you're doing? No. (laughs) No. No. It seems like it. (laughs) Well, I mean, what if LeBron James would have signed with the Thunder? (laughs) Then they would, um, then they'd be really good. Yeah. Yeah, because they wouldn't have LeBron James on the Heat. They'd have him on the Thunder. And if they still had that super good future, actually, I don't. I think if LeBron James went to the Thunder, I think one of the big three um would have to leave because they wouldn't have enough salary for Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Kevin Durant, and LeBron James. In fact, uh, James Harden wanted a max contract, but that's exactly how why he got traded. So. It would be very difficult for the Thunder to get LeBron James. And one of something harsh what Bill Simmons said that Russell Westbrook shouldn't have gone instead of James Harden. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, because then they could um give James Harden the max contract, trade away Russell Westbrook, and then save up salary for LeBron James. Boom. Well, I guess here's the thing is all of those guys want the ball all the time. I don't see that. I, I don't know if Harden, I feel like he would have gotten along worse with KD than 
Westbrook did. And, um, but I have no idea because it all kind of, you know, become who you become based partly on your circumstances. It just seems like Harden is a big, I mean, he loves having the ball in his hand all the time. Yeah. It's like when you're in, uh, like, around my age in a basketball league. It's just everyone's hogging the ball so they can score it. Also, yeah, the best thing, I just thought of this, the best thing about my favorite probably OKC team was the one that lost to the, um, to, uh, to Golden State in seven, and you had that classic game six with Clay Thompson hitting all those shots is that team was awesome because they were so unbelievable defensively and they had all that length and athleticism. And there is no way if you put Harden in there for Westbrook, their defense takes a huge step down. And here's the thing. And then I think a team like Golden State just blows their doors off. Well, here's the thing. If they save, if they save up salary for LeBron James then LeBron James would play the defense and Serge Ibaka. Yeah, but LeBron James is never going to Oklahoma City. Have you been there? No. It's a nowhere town. It's smaller than Sheboygan. Just kidding. It's not smaller than Sheboygan, but... Of course not, because <laughs> because most of the time they base the NBA team city off of how big it is. Imagine if we were watching, waiting for the Sheboygan Bucks to be in the ABA bubble, to play the NBA to play the ABA bubble. That would be the most, that would be the most, mis- that's like the the biggest way how you can change the NBA. Literally. Having it not exist? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I agree. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I don't like the James Harden hypothetical um, true. Wow. I mean, James Harden. <laughs> Are people coming into your podcasting studio? Yeah, I'm in the kitchen because uh, my iPod's a little battering. One time, the episode when me, you, and uh, Chris, like right when I finished recording, it died. Um, so I'm gonna try not to let that happen again. Okay. So I'm in my kitchen right now. One well, I mean, I'm in. So, the what's cooking episode. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so are you going to move on to the draft? Yeah, let's talk a little bit about the draft because I'm basically the only one who knows a bit about the draft. Good, because I know nothing. I'm just going to, I'm going to. Since you, how about this? Since you watch the college basketball, I think, and I don't, but I know about the draft and you don't, how about I say who I think would be drafted and then you, and then you give your opinion because you watch um, the college basketball, I think, maybe. Which I don't. Let's pretend I do for this. <laughs> so, I, so, I, how about me and you debate on who we think is going to get the first pick? I think it's going to be the Hornets. Who do you think? Do they have the worst record? 
No, the I don't I don't no, I think the Warriors do. Oh. Um well then I'll say no, I think the Warriors are gonna get the first pick. Well, I'm just gonna tell you who I th- I, I, I bet you the person who I'm gonna say would also probably go to Golden State if he gets drafted by either of those teams. Okay. So so there's an NBA player. I mean no a future NBA player. Um, maybe. Named James Wiseman. He's tall. He's seven foot zero inches and he is going to attend the NBA draft. So light. So was he the kid who was on Memphis? And they didn't know. let him play? I think he was. But I don't know. So that'd be um, a good pick. But since he is a big man, both those teams do not have a very good big man. And especially the Hornets, because the Hornets have six two six one guards and they're both on the lineup. On their lineup. So I think that if either of them got the pick, they would take James Wiseman just so they could get a solid big man. But if, like, let's say a team like the like the Knicks, who have a good big man in Mitchell Robinson and Julius Randle, I think they would draft a player like LaMelo Ball or Cole Anthony, two really good college players. Because they they're each they each are very good guards in uh, the NCAA. Well, Lamelo didn't play in the NCAA. He played. I don't even know where he played. He played some he, foreign place. Oh yeah, playing like Chino. I Hills. could totally. I think you're right about the Knicks. I think that's the perfect place for Lamelo. Or With, uh, now they did you see they signed Tom Thibodeau as their coach? Tibbs. No, I didn't see that. Um. Yeah. <laughs> roll the mellow ball out there with uh, Taj Gibson and uh, bring back Omer Ashik and, <laughs> and grind teams at like a 80 point a game pace the mellow ball love that <laughs> alright enough about the draft I think we should uh... are we wrapping it up is it lunchtime I think we will go to one subject then we'll wrap it up Okay. oh yeah and before we start that subject Everyone, um, uh, I'm very close on my podcast to getting 100 plays, and I'm doing, and I'm making something very, 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 very special when I get a very 100 plays. So if you want to know what that special thing is, if this doesn't get um seven plays, then listen to all my other podcasts. Episodes. Well, I'm not forcing you to. It's just if you want to know what the special thing is going to be, then make sure to um, listen to my episodes if you want to see. Anyways, let's let's we should um think about what our subject is going to be. Oh, I thought you had one more subject. Yeah, we should. Um, no, this is basically just completely at random. Oh. Um. Let's see. We've talked about the bubble. We've talked about some, we've done some what ifs. We've talked about the draft. So we basically talked about everything. What the um, <laughs> basically everything what the upcoming NBA has to tell us has to give us 
plus two, three bait. Basically, three weddings, actually. Wait, I have a question for you. What is... Who, uh... Who are you most excited to watch? In the bubble. Like, what are you most excited for? I want to see how the Thunder are going to do, actually. Oh, yeah. They're in a precarious position. Um... That's fair. How far, what do you think there is their best case scenario? In the playoffs? Well, whatever, in the bubble. What do you think is the best they can do? Um, I think if they get, um, like, one seat, go up one seat. What's up, Aubrey? I think if they go up one seat and they play the Jazz, I think that would be their best case scenario because they I think they can actually beat the Jazz. Um, yeah, I, I mean, agree. Because Rudy Gobert, I, I've seen I've heard this in a podcast. He's been, he got interviewed and he said he's still having a hard time trying to get a sense of smell. So that means that maybe he still has the coronavirus after what, like four months? Well, it has some long past, long I mean, after the virus is out of your body, it has some long-lasting impact. There was that one, there was one MLB pitcher who was trying to pitch, and he couldn't, basically, he didn't have the lung capacity to um, feed his muscles to recover, it sounded like. So he was struggling. So that's not good. But yeah, I, I think, think that the... even if there are no ill effects with Rudy Gobert, I like Stephen Adams in a matchup with him because Stephen Adams is going to get into him and pound him. Um, and make him work. Um, yeah, can certainly hold his own. I love Stephen Adams, so I think that. And yeah, and uh, the Jazz are in a bad situation because they don't have uh, Bogdanovich, and they have trouble scoring even with him. So I agree that would be a great situation for the Thunder. And to make it, uh, and to make it even worse, Donovan Mitchell is still mad at Rudy Gobert for giving him the coronavirus. So I don't think they're going to do very well in the playoffs if they play the Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah, I, I, I tend to uh, – I think that's some good analysis. I, I think that's something to watch for. Um, I don't know how the – what OKC will have to do to line up and get that matchup, but I agree they should do everything they have to. I think they can make it to the fifth, uh, the fifth seed to play the six-seeded Jazz. Not – Nice sunglasses, Mom. They look really nice on you. Anyways, uh, uh, um, I think that um, they could actually, I think if they could get to the fifth seed, because if the Utah Jazz started losing games because their chemistry is me- messed up because of Boban Mar- Bojan Bogdanovic and Rudy Gobert, um, still recovering from coronavirus and Donovan Mitchell is mad at Rudy Gobert. I think they could fall down to like the six or seven seed. If they fall down to the six, I think they're going to lose to the Thunder. If they fall down to the seventh, they're definitely going to get smoked by the Clippers. So I don't think the Utah, unfortunately, the Utah Jazz, I think, won't do very well at the bubble. Yeah, of course, poor Quinn Snyder. Oh, or if they start losing so much games that Damian Lillard and the Portland Trailblazers have come to the playoffs. That would be pretty amazing. Oh, is Nurkic playing? I don't know. I think he. I think he should be. 
Man, if Nurkish plays, look out for those Blazers, huh? Yeah. Kind of put Hassan Whiteside on the bench, maybe a few minutes here and there, and let the Bosnian Beast carry them. Yeah, they have two very good centers. Who's the other one? I don't know. Or are you a Hassan Whiteside fan? I like Hassan Whiteside. He's definitely very good. But um, I still think even if they do manage to get to the playoffs, I don't think they'll go super far because... Yeah, I agree. Because I, the, probably... um, I don't know which one is... Both the Blazers and... The last... um since last season. They both made it to the Western Conference Finals, and now neither of them, if the rankings stay a bit the same for the Grizzlies, they're not, they're, neither of them are making the playoffs. I mean, there's no way to heck or um, heaven that the Warriors are making the playoffs, <laughs> and the Blazers may not even make the playoffs. Man! West is tough. Yeah. Every year. East is, uh, like, the West is e- better than the East, like, almost every year. <laughs> yeah, that's why I've always said LeBron James can't win out West. <laughs> oh, man, sorry. That one was just for me. <laughs> At least it wasn't a bad joke. Um, anyway... <laughs> So, anyways. <laughs> Are we wrapping it up? Yeah, I think we're getting close to ending the 40-minute mark. So, everybody, yeah. thank you so much for listening, for watching this episode. Thank you for um, joining, Andy. But, this, anyways, this is the Big Mouse Podcast. It was longer than a Blaze On Jam. Yeah, but it wasn't as long as the face of the 80s. <laughs> All right. Talk to you later. All right. Yeah. Thank you so much for watching, everyone. This is the Big Mouse Podcast. I've said that twice now. You know what? It's over.